You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. I'm speaking with Stephen Gould. He's the author of Jumper. His newest novel is Impulse. Thank you for joining me, Stephen. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Stephen, you have such a facility for writing such involving novels. I'd like you to talk a little bit about coming up with the concept of Jumper and then translating that into a great character study of a, of a young man, but also uh, using the technology to externalize those the internal impulses of the young man into a, a great action story. Well, first, thanks. That's uh, that's very flattering. Um, I'm not sure that that happened on a conscious level. Uh, those issues that Davy is dealing with in the original book were my own issues. So part of what's going on was something that I wasn't even aware of. So when I started Jumper, you know, I was... I th- it was, came out of what if? What if there was only one person in the entire world who could teleport? So that is where you, I started, and then my own issues just started. Well, what would be the thing that would cause someone to completely leave the place they're in um, to just be someplace else completely? And it would have to be horrible stuff. And so then things are start emerging out of my own childhood. Not, um, fortunately, as bad as Davy's childhood. But And my father has been sober for 30 years, but that alcoholic father, the abused child, the whole thing, that, that's got some personal stuff that's just emerging. I think I lucked out. Now, uh, I'd like you to talk about constructing the arc of the novel. It's one thing to have a great character and a great concept. It's another thing to write a novel that keeps us riveted from beginning to end. I'm more of a pantser versus a plotter. So the seat of the pants thing, I, I write books for very much the same reason I read books. I'm trying to see what happens, what's gonna, where it's going to turn out. I have some vague ideas and some beats, but I guess it's much like people reading a book. I'm not sure that I'm that organized in the creation of the arc, but that's where the book ends up. <laughs> I really like your the way you use uh, science fiction concepts and to uh, examine society and and the kind of the the secret society that that emerges as this as this novel goes forward. So talk about creating that and then coming back to it and extending it in the other books. It is true that everything about teleportation that has happened in the other books is set up in the first book. Um, but I think what we're talking about is coming up with a idea, but then extrapolating it. I was talking to Cory Doctorow about Jumper, because he's actually a fan of the book, and he was talking about being a wide writer or a deep writer. And with he was talking about himself as a wide writer who has all these ideas that are thrown in, but they're about a half inch deep because there's so many things going on. And he was saying that what I was doing was trying to take a concept and going deep with the concept instead. You know, only one major concept, but then taking it as what are the all the extrapolations, all of the 
implications of that idea and where they're going to go. When you started Jumper and started this series, did you have any idea that it would go into a series? And did you, once you finished Jumper, did you think, okay, there's more here, story here to tell. I'm going to think, plan out these next books a little bit. No, <laughs> I did not. Uh, I, the first three books I wrote, sorry, is that first, the first four books I wrote, I all considered standalone novels. And then once I finally finished my fourth book, I went, you know, maybe there is something here. Because, and you influenced by your readers. People have been asking for a sequel, had been asking for a sequel to Jumper. And for Wildside, my second book, for years and years and years. And I couldn't really see where I would go with Wildside. But because Jumper was such a personal story, it actually helped more because at the beginning we're dealing with the father issues, right? In the second book we're dealing with a couple who are struggling with the decision to have kids at the beginning of the book. And that, again, was mirroring, mirroring my own life. I had had that exact same argument around three years before before we decided to start having kids. So, so again, Jumper has, Jumper, Reflex and now Impulse have all married, are married stuff. I have two daughters, one in college and one in high school. So Impulse, this very latest, again, is reflecting stuff out of my own life in a major way. It's really interesting the way you drive yourself with your own personal issues into your fiction. And I'm wondering if, as you're writing this stuff, do you feel a little bit of trepidation that you're maybe telling too much about your own personal life? I'm not worried about that. If anything, I am worried about doing that deliberately. I don't want I want it to emerge. I don't mind if it emerges, but the last thing I want to do is write propaganda tracks or, you know, tracks with a particular ideological or emotional issues. I want the story to draw, to those things to emerge in service to the story. And I'm not worried about that. I'm I'm not worried about revealing too much about myself. I'm a fairly confident guy, finally. <laughs> well, it, one of the things I think that uh, makes these books so enjoyable is the kind of clean sensibility to them. They aren't really cluttered with a lot of stuff, and I really like that, the way that you kind of uh, carve stuff out. I'm wondering if, as a writer, these maybe are twice as big and you have to go back and, and fillet them to get the good parts out. Uh, no. Actually, if anything has happened in my books uh, as far as in the rewrite phase is that I've had to add material. In fact, um, I don't know if you've read the latest book, but uh, Impulse deals with their 15-year-old, 15 and 16-year-old daughter, uh, and I wrote it strictly from her viewpoint. And when I got finished, my uh, editor felt it was too much of a YA book, and so I actually went back and added viewpoints from Davy and Millie um, that are separate chapters without actually changing the original. So the book actually had to expand another 60 pages or so uh, because of that. So no, I'm more, if anything, I have to add stuff. Uh, I think the same thing happened with Wildside. I sort of finished it too early and I had to go back and, and extend the book. You know, what's interesting to me is uh, your sensibility of uh, 
YA, so to speak, because I think that at the core, one of the reasons these books are so popular, I think, with adults is because they speak to uh, a part of our lives that's really powerful. I mean, I don't care how old you are, you remember being an adolescent. Thanks. I've always, I mean, I don't want to say the H word, but my model has always been the Heinlein juveniles, not the actual stories themselves as much as the fact that there was stuff in them for adults and there was stuff for bright 12-year-olds. So that you could read those books as a bright 12-year-old or you could read them as a 75-year-old and still enjoy them. And so that's very much where I'm trying to get in both those, you know, both those audiences at the same time. I'd like you to talk a little bit about how you craft, as you are working in the genre, there's a lot of possibilities for you. So I'd like you to talk about, just a little bit about, do you see yourself moving outside of these these series and and how do you choose, you know, what what subject you're going to go deep with? Well, part of that is market forces, right? Um, the my the books the jumper books sell uh, probably three times as well as any of my other solo novels. So there is a economic uh, thing driving me towards doing more books in the thing. But I would not do that if I didn't have stuff I wanted to do. Um, I wanted to write a story that retold the story of Kim, and so my last book, Seven Sigma was that. But that is also another possible series. In fact, I deliberately left stuff at the end of that one where I know what goes on. So I don't know. I used to think that one should just write solo novels, period. I think it doesn't matter. My The best model for that for me is actually, actually Lois Master McJold uh, and her Vorkosigan series, the books about Miles Vorkosigan and various relatives. Uh, because so many of those books uh, work well standalone, but if there's an extra value to those books when you read all of them, the, there's an overarching arc that's very rewarding. Do you have a, a Bible for your various universes that is bigger than what we've seen on the pay, printed page? God, that would be too much work. <laughs> I mean, I, I the Bible for me is everything that's already happened, so I don't want to... Last thing I want to do is stuff that's inconsistent. Now, there's the book uh, Jumper Griffin's Story, which was written as a prequel to the movie. And so the movie is actually a, a separate thing. So that one is inconsistent with the three other Jumper books. So, But other than that, I'm trying very hard to be consistent and to reward people who have read the earlier books when they read it, but hopefully also allow people to come to the later books without having to read the first ones. Well, I think one of the, the pleasures of, of books like the, the Jumper books is making those connections in the series and getting a feel for the bigger world because the reader really creates that bigger world with you. And that, and I think that's one of the things you do really well is leave us space to explore what's between the books. I think that's true of all fiction. Uh, it's the difference between... It's why fiction is a immersive trance state. If I tell you I have a, ho- I have a hotel room, there's a, there's a hotel room, 
On in the wall is mounted a noisy air conditioner. There is a stain that comes down from the air conditioner where the condense condensation from the air conditioner is leaked on the wall. You know everything else about that hotel room now, right? You know that the carpet is is grungy, the the sheets are iffy, the bed is probably a little noisy and stiff and there might be stains involved there too. Um, but again, but but each person only had to know the first part and they are filling it. It is totally a collaboration between the writer and the reader in all cases. Yeah. What are you working on right now? I'm working on EXO, which is the sequel to Impulse. I'm not going to say on record how much I've gotten. I am still hopeful of getting it in June. I've been speaking with Stephen Gould. His newest novel is Impulse. Thank you for joining me, Stephen. Thanks again. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.